I'm gonna make him an offer again. I feel the need, the need for speed. He's watched every movie more than once. He's Stephen Fennick. Go ahead, make my day. He's watched the latest Disney movies with his kids, uh, but that's about it. He's Trevor Long. You talking to me? Together, they bring you the best movies you've never seen. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Rent BioStream, the latest and greatest movies on Fetch. Watch on a big screen Hisense TV. Say hello to my little friend! The best movies you've never seen. The first rule of Fight Club is... You do not talk about Michael. With Stephen Fennick and Trevor Long. This is the captain. Brace for impact. Hello and welcome to The Best Movies You've Never Seen. This is a podcast about movies that I know very well. My name is Stephen Fennick and I'm showing them to my good mate Trevor Long who hasn't seen them and hence the reason for this show. Trev, welcome. I love creating this show for me. And also for, <laughs> but also for a lot of younger listeners and uh, people who maybe are not into movies as much as me, but are maybe uh, encouraged to watch these movies that if we talk about. If you didn't go to every week. premiere, then there's yeah. going to be a movie here you didn't know about and you're going to enjoy I it. I totally with us. agree. This week we are talking about Rush Hour. This was released in 1998, starring Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan, directed by Brett Ratner. Now, the original script for Rush Hour was actually inspired by a real-life incident. Really? There was a Chinese diplomat's daughter was kidnapped in L.A., wow. sparked an international incident, but the producers thought, you know what, it needs to be funnier. <laughs> <laughs> so they decided to rewrite wow. it to incorporate more of those comedic elements. Wow. That's an interesting way to retake a Serious Definitely. issue like a kidnapping. Definitely. Now, you had not seen this. What were your impressions, if any, before your first viewing? I had nothing. No. I think uh, – I feel like I've seen, I don't know, either the, the title card, the cover art for this or, I don't know, maybe promos for it somewhere. Yep. And there's – because I feel like there's sequels to this as well. There are. There are um, two. Yeah, two sequels. So I feel like I've heard of it. But okay. I've definitely not watched it. I'm, I'm going to say I've never watched a Jackie Chan movie. Okay. Until now. That's correct. Well, the the movie, I look, you know, I talk about hidden gem movies. Yeah. This isn't one of those. Right. This is what I call my McDonald's movies. McDonald's, McDonald's movies. movies. You know, McDonald's, you just eat it because it's there. You know what you're going to get. You eat it. You're full and you forget about it. This is a sort of movie when you're watching it, it's fun. It's funny. It's enjoyable. But then that's it. You know, it's not like going to win. They're not going to win any Oscars. It's there. So you're saying it's there to simply entertain me for Pure 90 minutes. Entertainment. Yeah. Right. Just have a laugh, watch some action, watch Jackie Chan do all his own stunts, and it's, that's all it is. You, you get what you get is what you get. It's not like a deeply philosophical film or or anything like that. It's just a fun 
couple of hours. Okay, and yeah. I, I like that premise. I like yeah. that way of thinking about a movie like this. Yeah. And this, I, I quite, every time I, I, I catch myself, it's on TV, I catch myself watching it. Right. Now, the reaction to this, uh, after filming and editing was completed, they, you know, they do the test Screen audiences, test, they yeah. do the rough, they, they show it to a test audience. The reaction was, more Jackie Chan, please. More Jackie Chan action scenes. Wow. So they went back and actually filmed and added to the scenes where Jackie Chan fights all a lot of bad guys and all those other things. That just made the, them longer. Remember the, the scene near the end with the giant vase? Mm. That was filmed later to, to add to his... His action scenes, yeah, <laughs> and but and it was also massive success. Had it grossed uh, at the time, which is big money at the time, two hundred and forty-four million worldwide, making it the highest. Well, it's technically a martial arts film, mm. highest-grossing martial arts film at that time. All right, before we do, we're going to take a deep dive into Rush Hour. If you haven't seen it though, you can catch it on Fetch, along with thousands of other. <laughs> Thousands of other movies are available on Fetch. And it's not just Fetch, the movie store, the rentals, the movie box, which is 30 movies a month. They're always sitting there for you to watch. There's Stan, Netflix, Disney+, Plus, all the big streaming services are there, and there's movies there as well. And the great thing is Fetch knows where they all are. It knows where to find the content, and it gives you ways to watch. So if you're watching, looking for a movie, it'll give you options on how to watch it, and it'll always prioritise the cheapest and the best quality. So if you have a subscription to a streaming service and that's where it's available, it's not going to even suggest to you straight up that you rent or buy it. Of course you can, but that's entirely your call. So search for something like Rush Hour and you can rent, buy or stream it on your Fetch Box in any room. You can have multiple Fetch Boxes in your home. Check it all out at fetchtv.com.au. All righty. You've now watched the movie. Yes. Let's hear your impressions now that you've seen it. So... I, I, I'm coming at it now differently after what you just said. Say my McDonald's comment. I feel is, like um, I feel like I needed that beforehand. Right. I feel like I needed that beforehand because okay. it just felt like I didn't want to prejudice your viewing of it. It felt you know? like a try hard die hard. Like try hard die hard. Like it was just okay. it was a bit too much at times. Right. I'm like, whoa, yep. just okay. It's <laughs> it's action with a bit of karate. I mean, I'm like, what are we doing yeah, here? A lot you of know? Yeah, yeah. Great. Like I get the premise. I understand the story. Um, and I see that it's it's taking, it's trying to bring humour yeah. to a serious situation that is, and I'm not talking about the kidnapping, I'm just talking about policing and, yeah. you know, violence. It's trying to bring comedy to that. And I don't, I, I, I can't think of another show or movie that I've seen that's like that. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, tell you why, because it brings a lot of like, it's, a, it's like a fish out of water comedy, like, you know, Lee, you know, Jackie Chan in, a, in, yeah. a, in America. Right. It's a buddy comedy, Lee and Carter, getting yep. to know each other. Right. It's a cop film. Yeah. It, there's a, there's a, it's a, like a bit of a thriller. They're and I think to that's why back. me coming at it, yeah. having not seen a promo, having not seen the trailer or any of that stuff, I come at it going, what is this? So <laughs> it wasn't easy in that sense. I, I love the action. Yeah. I, I thought it was awesome, really well shot. The, the money spent just on explosions and things was awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And I, actually, now that I think about your your summation, I, I've enjoyed it more. There you go. <laughs> so what's your tweet, thread, Instagram post on this? I, I think I'd go, um, what did I just say? A try hard, die hard? Try hard, die hard. That's I'd good. say try hard, die hard with martial arts thrown in. <laughs> 
That's a good way of putting it. I did see this at the movies with Joe. Joe, we saw this together. Yep. Watched it many times. I tell you who loved it and watched it all the time? My kids. Really? Yeah. For some reason, this was the movie they'd chuck on and, and that'll be the movie they'd like to watch. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Let's talk about the cast, and Chris Tucker plays Carter, and he's, of course, in Rush Hour 2, mm-hmm. Rush Hour 3. Uh-huh. He was also in Silver Linings Playbook with um, uh, Brad Cooper and Jesse, um, Jennifer Lawrence. Okay. He was also in the recent film. Did you watch that movie about the about Michael Jordan and the deal with Nike? Oh, yeah. 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 He was in that too. What was he in Yeah, there? yeah. He played one of the guys that works at Nike, huh. one of their scouts. I did not notice. Yeah. Have a guess, though, for what he, he did. He's doing very well, Chris Chris Tucker. He earned, for the three Russia movies, $43 million. Wow. And that was before any profit participation, any back-end deals. $43 million. That's pretty darn good. Set you up nicely, wouldn't it? Yeah. Jackie Chan plays Lee, and he, of course, was in Rush Hour 2 and 3. He was in another film called Shanghai Noon. I think that was with Owen Wilson. But his most famous Hong Kong film was Police Story. So it was an action action movie. Now, when uh, the director, Brett Radner, when the movie was first released in the US uh, and it had Jackie Chan, uh, this is Brett Radner's claim, and I think it's right, it was the first English-speaking role he had without any dubbing. Uh-huh. Normally they dubbed in his right. English yes. for if he's in an English movie. So this was his first movie that he – it's his own – he's speaking English by himself. Nice. Yeah. Um, he did uh, – He did. I, I love the little – the bloopers at the end where he, ta- he he sort of takes the mickey out of um, Chris Tucker. Chris, he, he had a couple he had of lines, lines in Chinese, in Chinese and he couldn't yeah. get it right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, look, before we jumped into the run-through, let's chat about our other great sponsor, and that is Hisense. Now, we all love – the, the whole cinema feel, don't you reckon? You, the lights go down, you've got yeah. this big screen. You can get that feel with Hisense's laser TVs. Now, these come in with a 100-inch or a 120-inch dedicated screen. The laser TV is a short-throw projector. So basically where you would put your television, instead you place the laser TV, and it does come with its own dedicated screen that you can mount on the wall. And it's not just any old screen. It's an ambient light rejection screen, which means that it'll still it'll kill the, the, the light that would normally take, take the, the brightness off a projected image and still allow you to watch it in, in clarity even in the middle of the day. But the, the great thing about the laser TV is it incorporates all of Hisense's great technology. So you're getting an amazing picture, really powerful brightness too, 3,000 ANSI lumens as well. And that comes through with their Trichroma X-Fusion 3 pure color laser technology. So you're getting really accurate colors. It actually offers 107% of the next-gen color specification, so 100% of the, of the regular color gamut. Also, Dolby Atmos on board, so sounds great as well. Uh, there are speakers built in, so it's an all-in-one solution. And also on the screen, you'll see Dolby Vision HDR. That's high dynamic range, so you're seeing all that amazing detail and clarity right there on the screen. And as I mentioned, comes with the ALR screen, the ambient light rejection screen. 
And everything else is as you would expect with a regular Hisense TV, including the VDRU operating system as well. So you can access all your all, all your streaming services. You can connect your PlayStation, any other gaming console. You can play games, watch your sport like you would on a regular TV, but on a grander scale, thanks to that laser TV. Don't, don't just take our word for it. There are some some stores that have this set up for you to see for yourself, or you can check it out at their website, highsense.com.au. Radio, shall we start here? The setup, and there's a little, a little disclaimer at the yes. bottom that says it's the last day of, of British, British rule. rule in Hong Kong. Yeah. And it's uh, that's July 1, 1997. I'm, I was blown away how, how long ago that was. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, – Detective Inspector Lee, who works for the Royal Hong Kong Police Force, is in the middle of a raid at the wharf, yep. hoping to arrest the unidentified crime lord, Jun Tao. But instead of finding Jun Tao, he finds Sang, you know, the blonde, the blonde yes. guy? Um, he, that's apparently Jun Tao's right-hand man. But what, he, what happens? He escapes in a boat. Big chase, lots of running around, yeah. but he gets away. But Lee has managed to recover a number of cultural treasures that were stolen by Juntao. So all because uh, this is on the, on the on the docks. There's a lot of yeah, crates, crates and cranes, yeah, right. and there's a lot being unloaded and unloaded here. And it turns out that those are these precious Chinese artifacts. Absolutely. And what happens in the middle of a farewell? Uh, our man Lee decides to present them to his good mate, who's the uh, the head of the Chinese consul, Solon Han. Forgive me, Consul Han, but uh, I believe we can ill afford to lose men of your high character. And speaking as a friend who's fought side by side with you for 15 years, I will sorely miss the unshakable support you've given the Royal Hong Kong Police. And so, on behalf of all Brits, Whoever ever carried the shield in Hong Kong, we shall miss you. And we wish you nothing but happiness as you take up your new post in the United States. Ladies and gentlemen, Consul Han. Consul Han. Thank you, Thomas. Now, you know, Thomas is not going to make this evening easy. Excuse me. Commander Griffin. I am pleased to be able to leave you and Hong Kong with a special gift tonight. Earlier this evening, Detective Inspector Lee and a special task force have once and for all crushed the Jintao criminal organization and reclaimed artifacts from 5,000 years of China's heritage. Nice Big deal. To, nice way to sign off, eh? So this guy, is, is he like the police commissioner and he's now going over yeah. there to be the Heading consul to, for uh, in, China? In, in, uh, that's right, in the, in the US. Yeah. Uh, but then when I think Lee is uh, bumps into Su Young, uh, his daughter. Little girl. Yeah, and she's sort of a little bit angry. She sort of punched him, saying, you, you, why aren't you coming? She mm. wanted him to go along. So there's this clear yeah. bond between this consul dude yeah. and Lee, who's this you know, Hong Kong policeman. Yep. Uh, and the daughter. And the daughter. Yeah. And uh, so that sort of set the scene on the Hong Kong side. Yes. Then we meet Officer Carter. Which is a vastly different scene set yes, up, let's is. be real. Yeah. So this is sort of undercover. He's chatting to a guy in a car park. They're in a restaurant car park. Uh, the guy's got some C4. You don't really understand here whether this guy is... Is it a deal? They're doing a, a deal? deal? Is he a fellow cop? Is yeah. it whatever? But then yeah. other cops turn up. Yes, uniform police. They, they want to take them yeah. both down and he's trying to... It, Weirdly and stupidly signal to them so, to get in the yeah. car. But anyway, he they, they get shot. Yeah, well, killed, the, crook, shot. the crook shoots them. Yep. So that guy, Clive, I think his name is, shoots the officers, drives off. And what does Tucker do? Uh, or I should call him Carter. He shoots the car 
and the C4 in the boot explodes. That now, feels like a this, movie uh, two, yeah, two weeks the ago. The last Boy Scout, uh, similar <laughs> thing. We'll chat about that later. A bullet similar, into the C4. Bullet into the C4. That seemed to be the go in the 90s. Yep. Uh, now we see the uh, move to the US. So yep. two months after Han has taken up his new, uh, what we were assuming is a diplomatic post, really, in mm-hmm. Los Angeles, uh, his daughter... Do you love this? This was a cute scene. She's on her way to school. I think he gets a phone call and she's got to go on her own on to, her own, to school. Yep. And uh, really cute scene. Did you like this? She's singing along to Mariah Carey's song in the back seat. It's pretty cute. Yeah, it's nice. And the, the bike driving her is like, yeah, they're thinking, I, have, I can't say anything. She's the consul's daughter. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, so she's singing happily away there to a Mariah Carey song. But she gets brutally kidnapped. Yes. Yeah, so they stop at the line. Now, they're redirected. I think the guy the guy that sang is in a police uniform, directs him down a side street, yep. and then they just they take her away. Kill the bikes yeah. in the front and yeah. absolutely, and she runs. She's got yeah. she's got guts. This girl absolutely. And I think they, you, I think motorbike. Meant, you're up. meant to assume she gets that guts from Lee. She's been taught yeah. a little bit of you know. Maybe. That's why she punches him in the guts. She's been yeah. taught a little bit of hand to hand combat style yeah. fun. Yeah. So she she gives it a, as good as she can, but she yeah. does get snatched and thrown in a van. So uh, yeah, this is tough news for our man Han, but he asks the FBI to uh, bring Officer Lee from Hong Kong yeah. to join the investigation. Now, the FBI is a bit reluctant about this, and what they decide to do is partner him. Just so they, They're going to just put him with an LAPD cop to babysit him, yeah. keep him out of the way. Keep him out of the way yeah. of their investigation. Meanwhile, back in the LAPD, so you've got to remember Carter, who uh, who had the that meeting that remember they shot up the car and and uh, all this stuff he's thinking oh my god i'm going to get suspended here that's what his colleagues are saying yeah. too you're about to get suspended and he uh, he goes in to see the captain two officers were shot one man lost a pinky but did nobody die you destroyed half a city block that block was already messed up and you lost a lot of evidence we still got a little bit left what you did was dangerous and completely against policy and not only that you did a good job what Everyone around here is so image conscious. Everybody's so afraid of their own goddamn shadow. It's nice to meet an L.A. detective who's willing to lay it on the line. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the same way I feel. That's what I've been trying to tell everybody. See, ever so often, we have to let the general public know that we can still blow shit up. You're goddamn <laughs> right. That's the only way I work, Cap. Hmm. So that means I ain't getting suspended. Suspended? Are you kidding? I don't even know why I said that. Why? I just got a call from the FBI. A 10-year-old daughter of a Chinese diplomat was kidnapped this morning, mm-hmm. and they want you on the case. FBI want me? That's right. Stop lying. I don't lie. Tell the truth. I'm telling the truth. Thank you, Cap. Woo! Congratulations, Carter. Appreciate it. You are going to the show. Hey, I ain't going to let you down. I'm going to look out for you. When I go to the top, I'm going to make you mad. I'd rather you didn't. <laughs> That's actually <laughs> one of my favorite bits of the movie because it felt didn't. so off the cover. I'd rather you didn't. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Bookman. So has it? Yes. I'm wondering if you recognize him. Yeah. <laughs> Such a great role. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I think I'm trying to remember his real name, but it doesn't yeah. matter. He's Bookman. I immediately knew, knew him as the from the library. What an appropriate yeah. name, Bookman. That's it. Anyway, Carter, who's thinking he's on this assignment of a lifetime, yeah. rocks up at the consulate and he's given a, what they call a top secret assignment. G14. And uh, yeah, the G14 top secret assignment and told to go pick up Officer Lee. And he's wondering, who the hell is this guy and does he speak English? Who is Lee and what kind of assignment is that? Lee is a foreign detective. He's a personal friend of the consuls. Now, it's your job to keep him out of sight and away from danger. You understand? Yeah, I understand you want me to babysit somebody, but I don't do that. I, I came down here for the, the big truth assignment. The is, this is an FBI operation, and I don't need any help from the LAPD or some Chung King cop. You got it? 
<laughs> now you know the Chinese consulate, right? Yeah. That was used as the 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 shots of the Chinese consulate. Same exterior shots. Are you were you a fan of Batman as a kid? The no. Batman TV show that was Wayne Manor. Really in the in Batman. Yeah. Wow. Now here's the airport pickup, and uh, Carter does uh, pick up Lee from the airport, and uh, yeah, there might be a bit of a language barrier here. Please tell me you speak English. I'm Detective Carter. Do you speak any English? <laughs> Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? I cannot believe this shit. First I get a bullshit assignment, now Mr. Ricerone. <laughs> Don't even speak American. <laughs> Don't even speak American. <laughs> you know this uh, this scene. Yeah. According to the director, he said the scene where this they first meet was very similar to when they met the actors met in real life. Oh, really? Where uh, they were at the offices of the William Morris Agency, and Jackie Chan said Tucker was talking to him as if he like like in the movie. Do you speak English? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? That, that was why they kept the line. That's right. what he said they to him. Made a note. They made a they, the line that was used in the I film. I like it. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, Carter says, you know what? He, he realizes what's happening here, right? He's being, yeah. he's got to babysit this guy. They're trying to keep him out of but the see, way. See, what I'm thinking yeah. is this is a smart move by Lee because he's hearing this bloke express his thoughts yeah. because he's expressing his thoughts, not knowing that the bloke next to him yeah. can understand what he's saying. It's, uh, it's a nice little player. Yeah. And then what he says, he goes, I'll show the FBI. He goes, I'll, oh, we'll solve, I'll solve the case myself. Now, in the in this interim period here, Lee gives Carter the slip. Remember, they go to the yeah. Grauman Chinese Theatre. He gives uh, and he, he chases after him before cornering him and then pulling a gun on him. Look, FBI. Uh, I'm policeman. I'm just showing him how to take a gun from a suspect. All of a sudden, you speak in English now, huh? <laughs> a little. A little my ass, you lied to me. I didn't say I didn't. You assume I didn't. Assume I kick your little Beijing ass right now, man. I ain't scared of you. I know you know that little tricky shit. Come on. I'm not responsible for your assumption. You full of shit. You understand that? You full of shit. Not being able to speak is not the same as not speaking. You seem as if you like to talk. I like to let people talk who like to talk. It makes it easier to find out how full of shit they are. <sighs> what the hell did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> Now, do you remember when he was at the Grauman Chinese Theatre? Which yeah. is now, I think, called the TCL Theatre. You know, I think it TCL. is, yeah. You know, you got the handprints. Um, Jackie Chan had his own hand and footprints placed at the theatre in 2013. Wow. So this was filmed in the late 90s. Yeah, so yeah. years later, he had nice. his own handprints there. Yeah, nice. Anyway, uh, Carter heads down to a spot and tries to shake down a contact on some information. Actually, well known. It's to actually, him. yeah, his cousin. Yeah. <laughs> While Lee ends up taking on everyone in the bar. Remember, he goes, he goes. Yeah, uh, I know say, what he said. We he don't says, need "Hello, to say my, it. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what?" And in the bar, uh, he, he gets into a bit of trouble. But he, he does really. It's an. I think it's one of those scenes they added to show just this guy's capabilities. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. That he, makes he, sense. Mate, he, he, some very interesting stunt work. I remember he gets the stool, smashes with the stool, gets the cue sticks and goes under the table. And above I'll tell you straight yeah. up, I'm not a massive fan of the uh, martial no. arts style no. stuff. Okay. But he does all that himself. Good on him. Jackie Chan, That doesn't make it any all good. All himself. And, and you know what? They get better in the other movies. Rush Hour 2 and 3. Oh, really? The, the stunts seem to go to another level. Nice. They're really cool. Okay. Anyway, uh, where they get out. I think Lee Carter wants to grab a, grab a feed. 
And he, when he comes out, Lee has given him the slip again. Yes. And he makes his own way to the Chinese consulate. Yeah, with a steering wheel handcuffed yeah. to his arms. <laughs> so Carter arrives a little bit later looking for Lee. Who is this man? Uh, sir, I can explain. Agent Carter has been helping with my investigation. He's upset that we have not done our job. Me and Lee are taking care of the situation. We have everything under control. We're on top of it. We're going to get your daughter back safe and sound. He is very passionate about finding your daughter. Oh, you're my gratitude. We wanted Detective Lee to have one of our best men by his side at all times. Agent Russ, maybe this is a good time to tell the consul the details of my assignment. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Carter, can I speak to you for a moment? You want to speak to me for a moment? Yeah. In private? Oh, I see. This must be G14 classified. <laughs> FBI type stuff. First, let me call my captain and let him know what's going on around here, and I'll, we'll talk in a second. Oh. G14. I love when the G14 be coming around. Hello? Uh, who's this? Hello? Am I speaking with FBI? No. Give me the phone. The FBI? Yeah, this is the FBI. Carter. You are FBI? Yeah, this is the FBI. If you want the girl back alive, listen and do not talk. OK, I'm listening. Let me get a pen. All right, cool. The drop will be made tonight, 11 p.m. The amount will be $50 million. $50 million? And who do you think you kidnapped, Chelsea Clinton? <laughs> Which at the time, I think, wasn't he the president at the time? In the, I in think the, so, yeah. In the late 90s? That makes sense, yeah. yeah. So before George Bush came into yeah. power in 2000, so he was still president at that time. There you go. Bill Clinton. Just to sort of put it into, yeah, no. into, into the timeline there. Now, uh, they find out $50 million, 11 p.m. drop. Lee and Carter are at the drop site, but they got their doubts. They're thinking, should we be here? They're like, like even though they're, they're aggressive yeah. and want to solve the whole thing, they don't yeah. want to go into this thing. Yeah, they've got their gut feeling. It's like a gut uh, feeling, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but the police enter and it's up sort of up in one of the top stories of the building. And, and they walk around these four barrels and you think, yeah. I wouldn't walk near those. Kaboom, a building explodes and uh, it's glass everywhere. But Lee spots Sang. Down the street. Why would Sang be there anyway? Why would you be hanging to watch, around there? To watch, Maybe, to make sure the know. cops were Lee killed. Lee spots him anyway, gives chase. Uh, Carter joins in. Uh, Carter then asks her, remember her female, his female colleague, yeah, she's Johnson? Like, she worked in Bomb Disposable. Should you recognise her? No. She was in La Bamba. Oh, really? Remember she played uh, Bob? She Remember the girl that Bob, remember that was she was um, Richie's girlfriend at the start? Elizabeth Pena is her name. Right. She uh, then, remember, Bob and her have a baby? Right. Yeah. And that's her. La Bamba. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, she, Carter asks her for some help. Uh, they want to identify an object that turns out to be a C4 detonator. It looks like remember, a Remember what he got from the guy yeah. that he shaked it He dropped down? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they work out, so they decide to go visit the dude who had the C4 to start Because Carter's with. thinking, because he says at the start in that C4 exchange in the bit of a car, he's like, this, this, this is not normal. Yeah. Like, you don't normally see this around. So he's putting together that if yeah. there's one guy with C4 and there's another person with C4, then they old mate in the middle other. must yeah. know each Yeah. So they go and visit our man. I don't know anything about a little girl. That ain't what I heard. That's what I'm going to tell everybody. I don't care what you heard. I don't know anything about a little girl. I got a big mouth, Clyde. Let me tell you something. I don't know anything about that, so you can kiss my fat ass. Clyde, it'd take me all day to kiss your fat ass. Clyde, <laughs> what are you going to do? You want some of this? Because if you do, I'll give you all you want. Give me a name. I ain't telling you shit. She's only 11 years old. I don't want her to die. Look at the picture. I don't care about him. I don't care about you. I care about the little girl. Give me the name. 
His name is Jun Tao. I never seen him. Where can I find him? Fu Chao Restaurant, Chinatown. Fu Chao Restaurant. Do yourself a favor. Get rid of this guy. He's gonna get you killed. Five. Thank you, man. I'm gonna come back next visiting time. I'm gonna bring your fat ass some cookies, man. We appreciate this. Fuck it. Just kiss my ass. Yeah, take me all take day. Me all day. <laughs> it's a good line. Very good. Uh, Carter and Lee head off to stake out the restaurant that yes. he suggested. Lee's but like, why the... don't we just go in? He's like, we're staking it out. Yeah. But meanwhile, the FBI gets another call from the kidnappers about a ransom. All right. Hello. You have what I asked for? I do. I hope now you realize how serious I am. Take the money to the alley behind the Fu Jiao restaurant in Chinatown. You have 29 minutes left. So pretty solid. So you th- it's so they're heading to the restaurant where Carter and Lee are. Where the are. drop the drop's going to happen, right? But so Carter and Lee don't know that's yeah. where the drop's happening now. No. So you've got this clear drama yeah. about to unfold. So they decide. You know what? Carter says, "Look, why don't you? I'll go in first. They won't recognise me, <laughs> right? They'll think I'm nobody." Um, so they're at the restaurant where the new drops are going to happen. Carter is taken in to see Juntao. Remember, he tells, tells that waitress, I'm here to see Juntao. I don't yeah. know who that is. And then eventually she says, okay, come with me. Uh, and then he heads in. I'm black and knees. We are black the same. Oh, hey, man. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, you going to kill me? All right. If you going to kill me, put the gun down and fight me like a man. That's right. Fight me like a man. Shit. Anybody can shoot somebody. That's what I'm talking about. Bag, bag, give me some room. You don't know who you're messing with. Well, not that yellow. <laughs> Which one of y'all kicked me? <laughs> <laughs> so he's all full of bravado, but then uh, Lee, Lee storms in to say that hey, Mimi comes in dressed as a waiter. Dressed as a waiter, waiter yeah. And uh, some, ex- again, some pretty cool stunt moves here. Yep. And uh, you'll see in the outtakes at the end that he's, they, he went through a few takes to get it right. Uh, the, the, the ensuing shootout scares the kidnappers away. So don't forget there was going to be the drop. So they've bolted. They've done the bolt. Carter and Lee are escorted back to the consulate mm. where they get yet another call from the kidnappers. Boy. The ransom is now 70 million. I will call tomorrow with instruction. You either deliver the money or pick up the body of your daughter. Oh, please. You must understand what happened tonight was not. Mama! Su Yang. Yang Yang. Please tell them. I will do whatever they are. Whatever. Beep. Now, the next morning, do you mm-hmm. remember the start of the movie? The British police, police commander, Griffin, yep. I think his name was, James Griffin. He is there lending his support as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they're. I mean, th- they were close. They were clearly point, close in yeah, Hong they're, Kong. They're mates, right? But you did catch a flash of him at the restaurant. That's right. So you're thinking, hello, he's We involved, know something's right? going on. So That's he's, right. he is, we learn at the restaurant, you assume that he must be Jean Tao. It's really us and and I think Carter saw him. We're the only people Carter, that know this bloke is Carter saw him, a but risk. Jackie Chan or Lee didn't see him. Hmm. And he, I don't think at the time, he never thought that it was worth mentioning. Yeah. So he's come to see him at the consulate. Carter again calls Johnson, the, his female partner, for help. Hello. Hey, what's up, baby? Man, you got guts calling me. I'm going to hang up. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't hang up. Look, you know what? You was right about me, all right? I'm sorry. Are you on drugs? You, you was right. I was egotistic. I was inconsiderate. I was self-centered. Yeah? I, I ain't used to working with partners, but look, it ain't about me now. It's about the little girl. She's going to die if we don't help her. 
You understand what I'm saying? Not yet, but keep talking. <laughs> Look, I think something's big going down tonight. All right? And I need to find out what a concert's going to be. You think you can help me? I'll see what I can do. No, no, I, I don't need you to see, Johnson. I need you to do it. Can you do it? <sighs> okay, Carter. All right, one other thing. Yeah? What color panties you got on? <laughs> <laughs> it's those lines that take this to that McDonald's level. Yes, it is. It's funny. Yeah. Now, in the you know after the dramas at the restaurant, they the FBI said, "Well, now Lee, you're back on a plane back to Hong Kong." Yeah, and, and he's so, embarrassed, so yeah. he's yeah essentially going willingly. But uh, Carter, but, but previously, remember outside the restaurant, they were remember he was singing uh, "War." What is it good for? And they were talking about their their fathers and how they were they were policemen as well. Yeah. Carter has gone, he's in disguise. He's actually dragged Lee, trying to drag him off the plane that was supposed to take him back to, to Hong Kong. What are you doing here? Come on, Lee, now get your ass up, man. We got work to do. Go away. I've disgraced myself. Lee, what about the little girl? What about... Leave me alone. A man like you could never understand. A man like me? You are devoted only to yourself. You're ashamed of being a police officer. You dishonor your father's name. Look, you don't know nothing about my father. You say your father is a legend. My father was a legend. My father was killed making a routine traffic stop in broad daylight by some punk who didn't want no ticket. When his partner supposed to get out the car and backed him up, but never did. My father was just as much devoted as you. And now he's dead. And for what? A traffic ticket to some punk? You tell me what's the honor in that? You believe for your father wasted his life that he died for nothing? You proved me wrong. There you go. So challenge, he lays down the challenge yeah. there, and, and Lee, I think, decides, well, you know what, let's give it a crack. The next uh, next thing we see, that police commander Griffin's back again. He realises the situation, and what is his advice to Han? Pay the ransom. Pay the ransom, which means, look, basically pay me. Pay me, yeah. yeah. Uh, so they're at a, they're at a Chinese cultural event. Did you recognise this place? No. This was the Las Vegas no, no. Los, Los Angeles, Angeles Convention Center, Never been there. where they used to have E3 every Never been. year. No. Haven't you ever been to E3? No. Yeah, that, that the front. Remember when they first tell the door the, the counts yeah. that the daughter's kidnapped? That was out the front. Yeah, right. Been there many times for E3, you know, the gaming gaming show. Anyhow, uh, they're at this cultural Chinese cultural event where they've decided that's where the ransom yep. is going to be exchanged. Now Carter, remember he rocks up with Lee and Johnson. Remember the yep. girl and. He catches a glimpse of the guy up on, up stage. on stage. Hey, wait a minute. I seen that guy at that Chinese Uncle restaurant. Han has been um, fighting flu for the past few days, so perhaps I should finish what he started. Look, the first thing we got to do is clear out this riffraff. If anybody stay behind, they got something to lose. Wait right here. I'll be right back. Creating a peaceful future between our two countries. The more we see the differences and similarities... Hey! Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Detective Carter from the LAPD. Russ, we got Carter down here. May I? What the hell is going on down there? We just received a threat on the building. We ask if you please exit the building as soon as possible, and please do not panic. Do you hear what I just said? Get your shit and go off the door. <laughs> don't move. <laughs> Have all the agents hold their positions. Normally when a policeman yells, there's been, you know, some yeah. sort of threat on a place, you'd be... Head out. Head yeah. out, yeah. <clears throat> so Lee catches Griffin accepting uh, a remote for the detonator from Sang, remember? Yeah. And so Griffin threatens to detonate the bomb that's <clears throat> a, the vest attached to Su Young and demands for the ransom to be paid in full. In full. So what happens, though, Carter's outside, overpowers the guy in the van 
and find. Remember, he uses the trick. Remember that that Lee taught him on snatching the gun from the yeah. guy. And remember when he does it, he, he looks at his, he goes, "Oh, I did it right." You know, <laughs> and then he uh, goes in the van, finds Sue Young. Uh, inside, there's a standoff, and uh, and Griffin says, "Look, I'm going to call it a night." But what happens? Carter crashes the van into the hall. Now Carter has Sue Young, who's still wearing the bomb vest. The bomb vest, so yes. Not a very good idea to push the button. I got something for you. Got something you want? Huh? I got your bomb right here. Sue Young. Papa! No! Papa! Wanna blow something up? Huh? Come on. Push the button. Come on. Push the button. What are you doing? I'm just playing, play along. Come on, push the button. Yeah, come on, push the button. <laughs> blow everybody up. Yeah, blow everybody up. Push the goddamn button. Push the goddamn button. <laughs> so Griffin says, I'm out of here, shoots one of the FBI guys. Uh, they, they remember Johnson, who's a bomb specialist. Remember the girl, his yes. friend. They disarm the vest. Disarm the, trip, yeah. the vest. Carter and Lee, just as nervous as when she was in the lab, too. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> and they go after Sang and Griffin. Now Griffin heads to the roof with a bag of money. Lee takes the vest, goes after Griffin. Why? But Carter catches up with Sang. And do you remember what they said before when they first saw each other? No. They, they, they re, that's. Uh, they recall that little that what is they say to each other here. Put your gun down. Oh yes. Fight like a man. Yeah. What you say? Fight like a man. Fight like a man. <laughs> right. I'm gonna kick your ass. Then I'm gonna take your ass to jail. Alright. Come on, put the gun down. Same time. See, as he, he was putting spare. his gun down, yeah, he, the, Sang had a spare, yep. but so did, so so did Carter. Carter. So bye-bye, yes. uh, Sang. At this point, I can't stop wondering why Lee still has the bomb vest. Yeah. It's disarmed or not disarmed? It's disarmed. Oh, he was wearing it. He no, no, wore it, it was only after. disarmed to be taken off. Yes. So and it's not still explode. Active. It's still yeah. an active bomb. What are you okay. doing? Okay. Why are you carrying that around? I think because he, he, if he's close to Griffin, he's thinking, okay, I better. Mate. So Get that happens. thing outside. Yeah, maybe. Seriously. But uh, I do like that when they're, uh, they're, they're both dangling from the rafters and Griffin's holding onto the vest, but then the straps tear off and he falls to his death. Yes. Um, C4 is fine yeah. in underwater, apparently. It doesn't and, explode on impact or anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in that case, you're right. So Lee is about to fall and Carter grabs this massive flag and uh, he ends up catching him It's a good uh, bit because you think, how's he going to save yeah. him here? Like, yeah. there's no... And it's pretty high. If you've been in there, it's high. No, um, it's visually very high, but you, yeah. you do think that. And so this banner thing is good because it's not just there. It yeah. has to be moved for it to work. Yeah. So it's pretty and cool. He, he does, and it sort of turns into a big slippery dip. <clears throat> and then uh, Han and Sue Young are reunited. The father and daughter back together. Now, as a reward... Han sends Carter and Lee on vacation to Hong Kong together. Don't you reckon that's cool? Um, yeah, cool. But At the airport, though. This neither is of funny. them have partners, obviously. Uh, they're pretty loose and, loose and fancy free, <laughs> okay. I'd say. But uh, at the airport, this is funny. Before Carter leaves, yes. he uh, gets a, the, the FBI guys are there. Man, what y'all doing here? I'm through with y'all, man. I'm finna go on vacation. Now, hold on there. You just coming by to tell you what a great job you did yesterday. When you come back, 
There's gonna be an FBI badge waiting for you. You serious? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on, man, don't be playing. No. I don't know what to say. It's, it's like a dream come true. <laughs> I got an idea, though. I got an idea. Why don't y'all take that badge and shove it up your ass? <laughs> All up in your ass. All up in your I'm ass. I'm LAPD. <laughs> I'm LAPD, All baby. All up in your ass. Yeah. <laughs> so, because that Russ was the guy that he saved. Remember, he yeah, was the guy right. he was wounded, and yeah. him and Sang Sang. Was I mean, to it's him. a lovely gesture. Yeah, but he's obviously he's LAPD. He's thick, pick and stick. Carter boards the plane with Lee. And this is cool, man. Hung's let me go to <laughs> Hong Kong with you. You know, I ain't been on no vacation in five years. We can hang in my crib. I will show you my hood. Now you can show me a couple of them Chinese girls. When I get over there, I want a massage because I'm going to get buck wild. No police work for two weeks? How long is flight? 15 hours. 15 hours? <laughs> what are we going to do for 15 hours? He puts his headphones on. <sighs> Whoa. Oh, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> and I've got to say, outstanding outtakes. Yeah, it's really good outtakes. It's fun. What I mean, yeah. in a comedy, obviously. But yeah, it's great to see. And that's part the of every of Rush Hour film. At the end Is of it, it, are all the outtakes are uh, very funny. Okay, very very funny. Nice, nice. Did you catch a couple of a lot of the great lines we already included? But there's a couple I wanted to uh, highlight <laughs> here too. You know, we were supposed to be on the same team. Team Johnson. This the LAPD. We the most hated cops in all the free world. My own mama shame of me. She tell everybody I'm a drug dealer. <laughs> That's a good line. And this is when he's not happy about having to babysit Lee. I'm sure that you and Mr. Lee will have a nice time together. I'm warning you, man. You better call the FBI. I'm going to drop his ass off at Panda Express. <laughs> <laughs> Panda Express. I love Panda Express. Oh. All right. Some plot holes here, okay. Yeah, plot well, holes. well the is C4, this the movie that you do C4, plot holes yeah. in? The C4 in the trunk, we've dealt with this. McDonald's pl uh, movies don't deserve plot holes. Well, uh, in I think just the callback to Last okay. Boy Scout where yeah. you got to – it takes a lot there to ignite. There needs to be an actual there needs, be, there needs to be a detonator yeah. in there as well. Uh, I have a problem with the ransom, the $50 million in suitcases. Mm. That would weigh like about – like. 6,000 kilos, <laughs> all those right, notes, because okay. he wanted small denominations and, the 50s and wouldn't 20s, fit yeah, in yeah. two suitcases okay. either. It would be ridiculous. Um, uh, it, whenever, if, in the event, like if this was in real life, the, if a daughter of a Chinese diplomat was abducted on mm. US soil, mm. it would not be the FBI's duty. It would be the State Department. So the Diplomatic Secret Service would oh. have to swing in, okay. not the FBI. Interesting. Now, we learn later that Griffin is Jun Tao. Yes. Remember? The, the British yep. guy. Uh, who died recently, by the way. Tom, oh. Tony, Tom Wilkinson. Okay. Um, Inspector Lee mentions to Carter that he saw Jun Tao when he, when he killed his partner. Remember that? Remember during the movie? Oh, uh, yeah. So if he knew what he looked like, why didn't he say, get him? That's him. At well, the maybe banquet, he didn't at the see start, him. At the start of the movie, he was at the end of the table. Do you remember when he's about yeah, to leave? When he comes, yeah. yeah. And we said, that's him. Fair call, fair call. Anyway, things you might not know. Huh. Chris Tucker, you might have a feeling for this. He improvised most of his dialogue. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. when you told me the story about how when they met and it was all funny, yeah. 
I thought you were going to say that was all improvised, which theoretically it was because yeah, it, it was. was drawn in inspiration from the and real he does, moment. Uh, that's his normal opera, modem operandi is, is he actually improvises right. a lot. But according right. to the director, there because he improvises so much and takes a different, it's very hard to edit <sighs> them together. Well, you know the yeah, scene. Yeah, because you're trying to get uh, multi angles and different takes. Yeah, you've you got to get the same hang thing on, what twice. What do you say here? What do you say there? Oh, the yes. scene. Remember the scene at the Chinese theater. Yeah, all of that was improvised. Him at the when we asking him for the star maps and all that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, apparently they they struggled to edit together a coherent conversation. <laughs> still, and if you look closely, there's a lot of con- continuity errors. Right. As well, <laughs> uh, the Fu Chow restaurant. Yeah. is a real restaurant really? in Chinatown. Wow. And as of uh, a couple of years ago, there is still a sign that says Rush Hour was shot here. Well, well absolutely. Why you, would you there be? Telling that. Yeah. Jackie Chan was almost killed in one scene. What? Remember the start where the, the two big uh, metal crates yes. come together? Yeah, yeah. They slammed together about a, a second or two a second or two after his head was clear. What? Yeah, he nearly, was nearly killed. Yeah. Jeez. Did you notice, I know you're into your guns. No, Lee's, I'm not. Lee's handgun, Glock 17. So I thought it was too, yeah. Well, Car- <laughs> Carter yeah. had a Beretta 92FS Inox. A little bit more powerful. Yeah. Three questions for Trev. All right, hit me. What's the body count? Oh, it's big in this. It's like 30 or 40. No, it's not. It's oh, only really? 12. Really? And none by Lee. Yeah. I was going to say this. Everyone else Lee never people. shoots, never no, pulls, pulls never a trigger. Never kills anyone. Yeah. Number two, would you or have you watched the sequels? No. Right. Uh, would you watch Rush Hour 2 and 3? I reckon are better movies, by the way. 2 ooh. and 3 are probably better so than the original. So you maybe watch this one instead? Well, no, it's a good starting spot. I, I think I would. Yeah. Rush Hour 2 also is quite now funny. given the way you've yeah, focused the, the, the McDonald's movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and Rush Hour 2 starts in Hong Kong. Okay. Because they're in on his turf. Yeah. Right, gotcha. Number three. Does this make you want to watch some of Jackie Chan's Hong Kong action films? Not at all. No? No. <laughs> They're quite good. I'm They're sure they are, but yeah. I struggle with manufactured. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I are just... you talking it's just too okay. stylized for it's you? It's just too stylized. You can really? tell everything's okay. it's all coordinated, all, all, coordinated and yeah, right. yeah, choreographed. choreographed. You know? Yeah, that's the so, word. Yeah, that's no, the word. it's not my thing. All right. Well, that's Rush Hour. Give us your wrap-up and your rating. I mean... As I'll be honest with you, I was going to give it a five. Really? I just didn't enjoy it. Oh. But the McDonald's things really made me think. Yeah. And that, that lifts it to a just six. Just enjoy it for what a it 6. is. A 6.5. Yeah, yeah. But I'll, I'll, I think the martial arts thing, it's just not my go. Really? Okay. And, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I just struggle with the amount of, like, it's a serious thing and then there's comedy. I just, yeah, I really struggle <laughs> with it in my head. And I guess, I bet you any money I'd love Rush Hour 2 more because I now know what I'm getting into. And yeah. frankly, I should watch this again. And you, and I was going to say that a rewatch is actually – and you'll it. still laugh at it. Yes. It's like Seinfeld. You'll still laugh at it. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that's a big call, my friend. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty I'll get, cool. Oh, look, I'll give it a 6.5. Oh, that's, I'm, that's, a, I'm, that's a, a, I'm a 7.5. 7. Okay, 5. well, that's yeah. all. It's yeah. pretty much I, all I like it. I, and it's, again, it's like one of those movies where you know what you're going to get. Yep. And you're going to laugh at it. You're going to have a laugh. It's like McDonald's. Bit of excitement. McDonald's, you know what you're going to get. Yeah. You know how it tastes. You know che- how much it costs. You know the deal. Cheeseburger and six nuggets. You know. Bang. Oh, you know you mean what how it's it going to taste. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what you're going to get. Yeah, 100%. That's why I it's popular. It. Mate, that's why that makes sense to me. Yeah. This is it a McDonald's really movie for me. Okay. Okay. Righto. You've given us your wrap-up and your rating. Let's talk about next week. All right. Next week, we are watching Scarface. 
released in 1983, starring Al Pacino and Michelle Pfeiffer, directed by Brian De Palma, and that is actually part of our intro. Oh, which one? Say hello to Say my hello little friend. Say hello to my little friend. That's not your question, though. Okay. Which movie that we've already covered on the show mm-hmm. was directed by Brian De Palma? Jesus. Is it A, Glengarry Glen Ross, B, Wall Street, C, The Untouchables, or D, Fight Club? Untouchables. Correct. It just felt the same Boom. vein as, as a Scarface. Uh, well, I was hoping you remembered the show from back no. then. <laughs> I didn't remember. No, he directed The Untouchables, as <laughs> did, uh, and Brian De Palma directed Scarface. Another bit of trivia for you Scarface was written by Oliver Stone, who would go on to direct Wall Street. He oh, became wow. a great director, was a great writer, and then became a great writer director. Yeah. He also wrote the screenplay for, he wrote, directed Platoon, Platoon. Wall Street. Many other good movies, uh, but next week, Scarface, Scarface all right. with Al Pacino, which leaves another and couple for them from the intro. So. so yeah, we're up to. I think there's only two more we've got to cover from the After intro. Scarface. This is this is one of them. Yeah. So, oh no, I think there's three. Well, didn't you count the other week? No, this was the third. Yeah. Oh, Remember okay. last week I said there were three we hadn't yeah, done. Yeah. So there's two yeah. more after Scarface. Two still. more after Scarface. Yeah. <sighs> so we're going to get to them all. Trev, that was great. We are glad you enjoyed or sort of enjoyed Rush Hour. We <laughs> hope that you enjoy Scarface. Talk to you next week. See you, mate.